Welcome to Made for More podcast, where faith and personal growth converge. I'm Julia, and I'm honored to guide you on a journey of empowerment and transformation alongside our occasional co-host, Omar. We are passionate believers and advocates for unlocking your God-given full potential. Join us as we explore the intersection of faith, life, business, and relationships, igniting a fire within to embrace the truth that your life is destined for greatness. Together, we'll uncover strategies, insights, and stories that inspire and equip you to become the best version of yourself. Get ready to embark on a fulfilling quest towards personal and professional fulfillment, guided by faith and the unwavering belief that you, my friend, are made for more. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Julia Keeps It Real. Today, we are going to talk about team culture. Um, This could be business teams. This can be teams at work. Um, I know I have a lot of educator friends that listen to the podcast. I have a lot of business friends that listen to the podcast. And maybe you're like in corporate world and you have a team. Maybe it's not necessarily education, but anyone can benefit from listening to this. I'm sure a lot of these things you've heard, but maybe you just need the reminder um, to put it at Um, forefront or to make it a priority to build your team culture. Because if you're not spending time making sure that you invest into your team culture, it's going to develop in a different way. And it's going to develop some type of way anyway, when people get together, um, you're going to naturally develop a culture. um, And you want to make sure you have your hands on that, right? Especially if you're a leader of that team. So let's get right into it. So um, when I first started my business with Pomifera, I had some rock solid people that I knew were with me and riding with me. And I realized these are the people that are going to help me build this team. Um, this was when I was only only had a team of like 20, okay, or maybe it was 30. And now we have a team of almost 150. But because of my OGs, my day ones since A1s, and they know who they are, um, they literally helped me build our team culture. So now it's something that we just continue to spread and we continue to model. Um, But I made sure in the very beginning, I actually created team norms. Um, A lot of you guys in education have team norms, right? So if you don't, if you you meet with the PLC team or you meet with your administrative team or you meet with your leadership team, it's very important for you guys to get together and create some norms. Um, So I thought since I do that in education, why not create some norms in my, my team with my business? Um, and to be honest with you, I don't remember them all off top. Um, I like to keep them short. I say no more than five norms, but, um, the two that I do remember, the two that are my most powerful ones that I live by, which is why um, I made sure to include them. So I created the norms by myself a little bit and, and I asked, I think one person to check it out and then I sent it to the team. Normally, you, you would make these norms together, but they didn't even know I was working on this. And I sent them to the team and I said, what do y'all think of this? What do we need to change? What do we need to tweak? What do we need to edit? And so they gave me some feedback. And so from there, we created our team norms, okay? So the first, the main two for my team is positivity. Um, not to the point where you're just like overly positive, you, you know, but focus on the things you can control. So if you're going to bash things or be negative or complain, like, if you can't fix it yourself, then stop talking about it. If you can fix it, stop complaining, go fix it. So that's my mentality. That's my team's mentality. Um, even whenever we have some type of a hiccup and out of stock or whatever, we keep it rolling. It's a really beautiful thing that this is part of our team culture. Um, the other part of our culture is 
productivity. I don't want just a chat about all a million things. And every now and then we go off tangent because that's life and we are like a family. We're very um, united. We're a very diverse group of people that we basically walk in unison. Um, so the only reason why that's uh, like we're able to do that is because we stay productive. We share productive things. I mean, it's like 19 degrees in Dallas right now feels like it's 12 outside so of course i shared with my team like all of y'all in pennsylvania probably think we're crazy in texas because we think this is like super cold weather so then we all started sharing like our weather updates but that's like short sweet to the point and that connects us all in a different way that's bringing some culture so you can't be all business you can't be all productive you have to have some fun now let me switch it to business um like education or corporate world what can you do in your team PLCs? Like maybe you spent, like you set the timer and you spend, you know, two minutes or five minutes when you start your meeting. So just ex like share your day, what good things you have to celebrate for the day. Um, I know when I was a teacher and I was team lead, um, every now and then when I felt like my team, like we got to the point where we would vent too much, I created this positive popcorn and that was what we did to start our team meeting. So you pulled like a little crumbled up yellow paper from a popcorn cup that I made and you would answer the question. So maybe it said like, what's one celebration you have about yourself today or what's for this week? Or maybe it's like, what kid do you want to celebrate today? Or um, what teammate do you want to celebrate today? Or what do you want to celebrate about our campus or what lesson? I mean, so there was like 10 or different things and it was all about being positive. So it's up to you again to create that culture so think about what you can do um when it comes to norms how you can revisit those norms um and if you have the norms and everyone agrees on them it's easy to be like hey guys i think we're kind of getting away from our norms let's go back and revisit them so i have that ready to go i probably will reshare it because it's been a while since my team has like looked at our physical norms and say hey these are our team norms for y'all that are new y'all probably have already realized these are our norms but just in case i just wanted to be transparent with you guys and let you guys know so we can make sure that we stick to these norms because there's there's something super important about protecting your team culture okay that is your heartbeat the workload and what y'all do is your is your business or or if it's an education that's like you're you're producing success with students but that happens when your heartbeat your team and your culture is really really um, in unison. And so you're able to do more and produce more and be more productive when you have a team culture that is like amazing. Um, people want to stick around, right? I constantly ask myself, like, what are things that I can do that's going to want my team to stick around? I love them. Like my Palma Fair team is my most favorite team I've had of all companies. We work together so well. Like everyone can come and go as they please. Everyone can work their business as they please. I don't bother people. I don't pressure people. But I also would be so sad if some of my like OGs or, um, you know, people that are super active and part built part of this community are like, all right, bye, peace. Like, it's easy to be like, well, did I not, you know, do something? It's not always you. But if you create that team culture, it's going to create this um, feeling of people wanting to say like, the, this is like a community. This is like a sisterhood. This is a family. I don't want to be apart from that. Right. So. Moving on to the next thing. I didn't think I was going to talk that long on that one. Sorry. Okay, next one. Know your team. Um, again, know your team of any at work. Know your team um, in business. Um, I can tell you right now, especially like my leaders, people I interact with the most, I know their husband's name. Like I know Macy has Justin. She's got two beautiful boys. 
I know Jordan has Brian and she's got two beautiful boys. I know Quay, who's not even in my front line, um, has Matt and her little cute boy. I guess we have a lot of boy moms. Trisha, you have like a lot of kids. I'm just going to let you know. <laughs> I don't know how many kids you have. And the list can go on. Like Nikki and her husband, Nick, which I think that's so cute. Nikki and Nick. And they have all their kids' names that with an N. Um, and even new people that are joining my team, I'm, I'm paying attention to who are they? Do they have kids? So know your team, like, but not just them. Know their life. Know what they have going on in their life. Do you know what they do for a living? Do you know what struggles they have? Are they in school? Are they trying to save money for something? Or you know what I mean? Like the more you know about your team, the more you can connect with them. The more you can say, hey, I know you're in grad school. I know you're a teacher. I know you got kids and I know, you know, all these things. But you said you wanted to save for this vacation so that way you have money for a vacation for your family. You said you don't want to be able to say no to your kids as often. You want to make some money for that reason. You said you wanted to help your, your child that has autism, right? So when you know your people, you're able to connect with them and you're also able to say, hey, I hear you, I understand you, but remember this is your why or remember, you know, I know your situation. So let's, let's, let me help you with that situation. So know your people, know your team. This is even, like I said, in education, I know a lot of, I mean, I have a lot more teachers in the building than like necessarily teammates that are active in the business. But even then, you know, I know the teammates that are single. I know the ones that are married. Oh, I'm overwhelmed, even though I'm sad or whatever the case may be, right? I'm still showing up in this way. So what does that do? That has them think, well, if Julia can do this, this and this, she's, you know what I mean? Like, Okay, sorry, Wi-Fi problems today. So if I can show up, maybe that inspires them to show up. Or, you know what I mean? Like, it's just that it creates that culture of we put in what we can when we can, um, but we don't stop. We stay consistent, okay? So the next thing is celebrate together. We celebrate everything together. Um, promotions, but not only promotions, first sales. Um, you know, progress towards a goal, when you get a new recruit, when you get a new customer, um, when you decided to send out some cool samples to people, like we share so much and we celebrate the coolness that people are doing to work their business. And because of that, that creates positivity. And because of that, we're celebrating you. You got to be doing something, right? So we're celebrating that productivity. Okay. So that's super important to celebrate together. And also it's not just me. Every time I tell my team, we are close to Re, uh, ranking up or we are close to maintaining um, or we you know what I mean like the only time I ever said I and I was like looking at these awards I just got recently I'm like wait a minute didn't my team help me with this and I'm like um well it's top seller they're my personal sales it's top recruiter they're my personal customers it's top um uh, top recruiting people that was me recruiting them so I'm like I mean technically I can say I did this but it felt so weird because you guys I'm so used to giving my team credit because they are a part of the success and if you don't know that in business you got to figure that out really soon because you aren't anything unless you have your team rocking and rolling with you they're not you know everything counts active $100 $20 everything counts so making sure that it's not I and it's we really will help with your team culture. Um, and the last thing I got is just get together, like unite, get on a team Zoom. Get, we've done video chats. We've done team Zooms. We literally have just laughed at the most crazy and silliest and weirdest things. Um, at one point, I put this on the back burner and I honestly forgot about it until just now. Uh, we were going to do like a fun team uh 
like pillow talk nights. And so we probably will still do that just to connect. Um, but it's not always about business. You can get together and just chat about life. So anyway, I hope these tips are helpful and it kind of helps you, has you rethink about your team culture. So maybe something this week, you know, grab that growth journal I'm always talking about and just say this week, I'm going to do something for my team culture. Is that create norms? Is that um, get to know your teammates better or their husbands or kids, what their why is? Um, is it you're going to get better at celebrating everything more and celebrating together more? Is it that you're going to get better at getting together more um, and uniting and getting on a Zoom or a video chat? Is it that you need to kind of take the I out of the team and say we more? Is it that you need to share some more behind the scenes stuff and letting them know your moves behind the scenes so that way they know, you know what I mean? Like if, if you only talk, if your team only sees your posts and, their, and your stories and that's it, they might not know all the other things you're doing. So I like to share it all. <laughs> and it's fun because then they share too. And then we're, like I said, it goes back to that being productive and positive and celebrating all the things that we're doing behind the scenes. All right, you guys, that's it. That's all I got for you today. Hope you had a good um, notes for this one and I'll see you next time. Bye.